forget about you on this holy of holiest of days it's the lord and savior's birthday of course we're gonna hit you guys up right this is your christmas present you don't get a lump of coal you only deserve it you're getting some sweet renegade mm. this is our uh it's our 35th tip you looked it up yes i did you feel good about this one 35 i feel pretty damn good about it all right um and it's our 3.1 episode of renegade uh, renegade because we've done two and then we did one where we abandoned the middle of it because we were tired we were really tired and really it was tired. really shitty episode well, you can't do that to renegade renegade is too important especially to me i'm no. becoming a big fan of renegade i've noticed that yeah i mean your hair is like rock star looking now well let's not get too much into the hair my hair because yeah, like i Johnny have to Cash. cut corners to get that hair yeah. it's not natural to me like it is to some people like bobby Sixkiller. right uh, we learn a lot. Uh, for techni- this technically isn't a Christmas episode, yet it kind of is a Christmas it's episode. It's a nod to a Christmas episode. Because, you see, Murray, this was the America's bad boy phase when we turned our back on Christmas, 1997. The war on Christmas, we were losing it. That's back, that's Bill O'Reilly was on the front lines trying to warn everybody. Yeah. They don't say this out loud, but Bill O'Reilly was. There's a war on Christmas. And I don't know if everyone's going to be happy about this, but Lorenzo Lamas... Was he on the right or wrong side? You can't tell him this because you don't. You, he was going along with this. We're tiptoeing around it, so I don't know what to say about Lorenzo's role. Tippy toeing. He was tippy toeing around it. Yeah, it's like, um, I mean, the premise is basically, it's not so wonderful a life because we learned in this episode what the world would be like. And all the characters that we love, what their lives would be like if we didn't have Re- Reno Reigns in it. I, I never really stopped to think about how ridiculous this world was. Like, literally, one of the most evil characters rises. <laughs> the, he somehow rises to a level of just, like, absurdity. Yeah, because Reno Reigns wasn't there to stop him. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, we we learn a lot of backstory that we did we had no access. Well, we had access to. It. We just didn't care enough to look into it. Yes, but we learn. I think we finally know what the show's about. I mean, you, you we in the opening you get that great like they don't do this enough. In he fucking- was a cop. A good cop. I'm not kidding when I reassure you that is the opening. He was a cop. A good cop. Right. And so, yeah, you get the you get the gist, but you don't. We got it all now. Yeah. There's a character named Cheyenne. We've never seen her yet. We've done Haven't. four. We've seen four episodes of this show. Yet to see Cheyenne, the love of Reno's life, and the sister of Bobby Six Killer. Right. Yeah. Well, technically, we saw her in this episode. No, we saw his, his fiance Val. We did not see Cheyenne. Wait, Reno was had a thing with Cheyenne. Yes, I did not. I'm assuming this. they do because that was his wife in real life. Oh, all I knew is that it was uh, Bobby's <sighs> sister. Hey, come on, he's got to be the, the female lead's got to be banging Renegade. Okay, if she is the fe- I don't know. I, I, can, I don't know. If she is a female lead. I haven't seen her yet. So uh, I mean, again, maybe he divorced her by season four and just kicked her to the curb. Maybe I'm still had to recognize her because he didn't kill her off. Yeah, I mean a lot of. Uh, I, I don't know. The show doesn't require that much attention to right. all these old details. The good old days. So this is this is an episode where we definitely uh, we were having we're having a great week this week. Movies, no details. <sighs> you know, it's just you know, take it or leave it. Yeah, two there, noters. You, you guys two, are really getting a treat because we're we're on fire. We're, <laughs> we're really convincing them we're on fire by mumbling <laughs> through this fucking like weird intro here. No, I mean. The weirdness of this episode is, for some reason, Johnny Cash is on it. Like, was he a big Renegade fan? No, this is Johnny Cash's spirit guide phase of acting. Because he was on the Simpsons episode the year before as the coyote who takes Homer on, like, a drug-induced, you know, uh, journey through himself. Which you're terrified of, apparently. I'm terrified of? Yeah. You can't face your own self. Your your fear of deprecation tanks. Oh, is that... With Homer was in a, a defecation tank. Uh, he he, uh, his mind, if you will, because oh, he took the chili peppers and it put them in a weird okay, place. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just like yeah, I don't know. Johnny Cash sounds like Mr. Ed. Did you notice that? I I couldn't tell you. I can't. It's been so long since I heard Mr. Ed's Will voice, and that was only from commercials. Johnny Cash, I'm Johnny Cash. I'm Will. I'm if Mr. he did Ed. put a little bit more vibration into it, I think yeah, I yeah. think you got it. Yeah. But yeah, so fuck it. Let's get into this episode. He's got go. perfect sass, though. Johnny Cash and the sassafras. Sass. He's got sassafras up the ass. Mm. Just like we're opening up an episode of, or face off here, we're at the carousel. Another award winning episode. Everything just falls into place. We don't plan this shit. Everyone thinks like we're like we got the fucking strings, the red strings connecting shit. No, it just falls into place. Mm-hmm. When you're this good, this is just how the things fall into your lap. You, well, yeah. You know? Because unlike what you just said earlier, I am in touch with the universe and the world around just, me. No, I said you're not in touch with yourself. I never My, said you're but not But myself in touch. is the universe. Oh, you are the universe. I am the universe. I could just, imagine, the, much like we or learn later, I could imagine the world without me. Yeah. <laughs> Who delivers that line is going to be a shock to everybody because uh, you, yeah. Anyways, carousel. We're at an amusement park. This is probably the same park where... Uh, Sean Archer's kid got shot, and that's why nobody came to his aid because they were looking at that rock star hair of Reno. <laughs> they were like, "Who the fuck is that well, sexy?" It beast? was also 
a ton, well, no, I guess that doesn't work because Caster was walking around with a rifle too. So you got to say they were all paying attention to this man with great rocks are here flipping a shotgun around with reckless abandonment. Because Reno can't just hold a shotgun. He's got to be like flipping it like as a butterfly knife. Yeah. He's like a majorette with that shotgun. Well, he's on the trail of Henry Travis, played by Johnny Cash. Yeah. The, the man in denim for this episode. Oh, yeah. A lot of denim in this La- episode. Denim on denim. Denim uh, leather vest on denim. Uh, Renegade's basically dressed like Jay Leno with a Stone Cold Steve Austin vest. I like it. Yep. It. That's perfect. And he's hot on the trail because. I mean, Johnny Cash is 70 years old. Not that hard to catch up to a 70-year-old. No, but there is an elusive moment. Johnny Cash studied the ways of the ninja or something. Well, there's a magicalness to him that we learn later. Mystic, mystical, yeah. He's uh, a mystical man. And so he's a traveling man. Wait, that's... Anyways. So Reno comes on, gets under the uh, roller coaster, and it's got the nice old wood planks and everything. Mm-hmm. And suddenly he just hit in the back with a two-by-four. But he's not going to be a bitch. He's going to no-sell that shit. Just well, turns yeah. around and slugs them. Yeah, and then beats the holy fucking hell out of Johnny Cash. This is an elderly man. He's just slamming him into the ground. And we're all thinking it like, could someone please show up and help this man? And thank the fucking maker. The police arrive. So Reno pops up. Hey, this is the wanted fucking criminal. Right. He pulls out the wanted poster. Yeah. And we see we zoom in. It sees he'd raped like 12 kids and that's like what he burned did? down a building Jesus ripped Christ. off the the tags off of mattresses this is a bad guy cut in line at the hot dog stand yeah that, that's a crime in california by the yeah. way and didn't wear a mask i'm getting a little topical there and so yeah he's a bad hombre and so we're like he's like t- my name is Vincent Black because remember Reno is a wanted man yes. so his Vincent Black is his alias yeah so we I mean pulls out all of his credentials I work for Bobby Sixkiller you've heard of him and then he like does a hair okay we also learned in this movie or this episode if anybody knows Lex Luger you know he's got to tell he's got to pick his dick all the time he's always flinging that thing around Reno's is f- throwing his hair like well, Lorenzo that's, that's, that's is. You- Always playing. That's what you with do with Rockstar hair. Yeah. That's why I don't like having long hair. Just got to make sure everybody sees it. it. Yeah. Okay. And so the cop's like, oh, yeah, we're going to take him. And we're taking you, Reno They Reigns. pull out their gun and Reno's face grows long. He's like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Rockstar oh. hair, he points to He flicks it a little. Yeah, he flicked it. He was like, what are you guys doing? He's like, yeah, we recognize that hair. Reno Reigns. You're both coming with us. And so you we do get- have somewhere to be, Reno. My jail. Ooh. So, of course, we get the intro now, and then we come in. Uh, They're getting processed, fingerprint. By the you way. Know. Yeah. The greatest intro of all time. Down, down, we get down, all you want to see, Lorenzo. Down, 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 him down, down. running through rail yards yes. and kicking people. Him pouring jugs of water on his pecs. <laughs> it turns into the, I'm going to forget their names again, the wrestling group who did the really gay photo shoot. Uh, the fabulous ones. The I fabulous think. ones. He does all the fabulous ones things. Yeah, it's great. It's beautiful. It is. And so, yeah, and then we said we get the exposition, and then we're there in jail. They're getting, we got the whole scene. They, they, we see them get the mug shot, get their fingerprints taken. And then they're sat down on a bench next to each other and chained ankle to ankle for some yeah. reason. And then yeah. they're just they're in dangerous. a They're just in a cell now. And of course, like you said, Johnny's this mystical figure. So he's just like, what makes you such a high stakes horse for these folks over here? And Reno has got to be a brooding badass at all times. This is just Lorenzo being Lorenzo. Well, you could say I've done some things, but I'm innocent. Yeah. Oh, everybody. I was framed. Like, 
That's everybody's crime. Framed. Framed. And he's like. You're really playing in the ad part there. <laughs> yeah, you got to call well, it out on that. No, that's what it is. All right. And he's like, you don't understand me. And he like, like turns he over. Yeah, he hurrums. And then he's like. I wish it was dead. I wish I was dead. You See, don't wish that, son. No one gives a shit about an anxious millennial character. So, Hangman Page, let's just drop that bullshit already. Yeah, that's a sin. You don't want to do that, boy. I mean, I've raped countless children, but I felt <laughs> guilty occasionally, but not to the point I'm going to kill myself. I was Ilsa the She-Wolf's uh, 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 right-hand man at one you know, point in my so life. He's, so he's like trying to talk him out. Like, you don't want to think. That. He's like, oh, yeah, well, my... Fiance, we learned this. We didn't know anything about this shit. I, yeah. I'm sure if you're a regular Reno a Renegade fan, you know this. Frust- we didn't know. Frustrated by our lack of knowledge, <laughs> even though we bring all the knowledge, you know. His fiance was murdered by a guy named Dixon, a crooked cop, at just 23 years young. Yeah, babies getting married. Groom- up in he's here. like, I groomed her. I spent years grooming this girl, and Ugh. then he these killer. We got really weird with that. Well, this is the weird. How old was Reno? <laughs> He had to be like. How old is he supposed to be in this show? He had to be at least like late thirties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's and he's just like you just don't understand me. Yeah, I wish I were dead. And so if you got the cop coming over, clapping, great fucking story. You know, this well, no, before guy- that happens, the cop calls Dixon, our villain, and he's like, "Yeah, oh, yeah. we got Reno, we got him." He's like, how the fuck did you get him? I mean, I mean, no, keep just hold him. Hold him. I got to get this motherfucker. Yeah. They're... Played by Stephen J. Canal, who created the show. <laughs> he does a good job, though. Yes. I his, think he does a good his job. His whole thing is like, it, it reminded me of uh, Rick James and the Party All the Time, Eddie Murphy video, yes. where Rick James is producing, and he's like, I got to be a fucking part of this. I love that spot of the music video when he's just like, oh, my God. He's feeling the music. You see him he just fiddling the knob. He straps a bass on, and this goes right in there. They're yeah. recording. Fucking, they're recording. Live. You know how much it costs? Live recording. And he just walks in, starts playing, you, lays down the bass If you listen lick. to that song, you can hear the door open and shut. Yeah. It, it's amazing. I love that and detail. And so Stephen J. Canal is the same way. He's like, I got it. Lorenzo Bransco, I got to be a part of this. He wrote himself into his own show. There is a God. I'm extending my federal rights to you. Don't even give him a phone call. Give him nothing. Don't give him bread. Don't give him water. Don't let him shit. Keep your eyes on them. Stay away from the cage. Just, just keep them tight. So Reno, like he's still brooding, and then the cop comes to the gloat. Yeah, he's like, "I got the cop, famous, famous cop killer in the world, Reno Reigns. And slow ass fucking Travis Henry starts getting up and wobbling over to What's him. What's that over there? What? Uh, he slowly <laughs> grabs the fucking cop by the neck. He's like choking him. Cop has a gun strapped to him. He's struggling with elderly man chokehold. Yeah. Well, he had he had uh, the pry with the bars there or something. <laughs> I'm trying to help out Johnny Cash here, man. So like Reno's like, what the fuck are you doing? Get the keys. Boy, get over here and get the keys. Well, that's even better. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize I did that. Your spirit of Johnny Cash just took over. Me. No, you did your voice. That's that's a Griff voice. Don't even blame me for nope, that voice. That's a Murray no, voice. No, that's a Griff voice, and everyone knows it. They're listening. Go. Yeah. writing right in you right only now. You had three voices, and that was one of them. <laughs> it didn't go to Chicago though, so no. I want applause. That's your old man voice. Yes. <laughs> so Reno grabs the keys. I guess they knock out the cop, choke him to death. I don't know. Well, yeah. Well, he- actually, I forget what happened. Was. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Travis grabs a shiv and starts stabbing him in the neck repeatedly. It got really raw for a USA show. Yeah. And then they just throws his body down. Says, Get the fuck out of here. And so they do the most leisurely. Wa- this is like, okay. I think, I think uh, Jack Ryder was also in. He was looking for somebody in this jail cell because ev- no cops are around. Everyone's been murdered, apparently. They leisurely stroll out the back door. Yeah. And of course, it's up on like the second story of this building. So they Johnny have to Cash go down. is in a rascal, like, going, like <laughs> driving slowly to Reno's hog, his chopper. So they have to slowly go down the stairs very gently. They couldn't get a stand in for this. No. They have Johnny wobbling <laughs> down the stairs. Right. And then you have he Reno. Does a, he does a lot of his own stunts. He really one. did. Yeah. He was in everything. He let. Uh, fucking Lorenzo Lamas ride him around on his motorcycle, right. which me and Murray were both like, not happening. Oh, no. But we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. He had his own reasons. Yeah. So they get to the bike, and Reno exclaims, hey, they didn't cut off the uh, the, the fucking... They left the ignition in. They, they left, left the, the key ignition. in the ignition, basically. They left the key in there. They left everything. They were just like, fuck it. Oh. And they take off. And then we get a nice little song by Johnny Cash playing. Yep. The traveling montage. It's a traveling montage. But judging by this montage, they had to have crossed at least three states. Well, okay. I didn't notice this. We were just watching it. You pointed out to me, like, how did they end up back there? Guess, guess what? This is coming full circle later, everybody. So keep that in the back of your minds. They're crossing intersections. They're crossing state lines. It's like... How far are we going? Where were we to catch this bounty? Johnny Cash riding bitch. He's like sniffing Lorenzo's hair. He's like he's, that's that's why he he's like no son. I'm doing this stunt because he wanted to smell that hair, that rock star hair. That's right. But then they have to do a little pit stop for nothing. They just stop at a little park. I thought they were gonna like take a shit or something. No, something, they just stop. a bathroom, a food break, a gas break. No, oh. they stop so Reno can get off and cuff him to the bike. Yeah, cuff him to the sissy bar. And then he's like, they're like, what are you doing this for? Yeah, I helped get you out of there, boy. What are you doing? I'm hey, an old man. You're you're a water man yourself. Are you going to turn me in? I'm going to turn you in. It's just like, and he's like, look, when Bobby gets, I get hold of Bobby, everything will be figured out. So, yes, you're going to jail. And I'll I'll write a letter to your, like, you know, parole board or whatever. Right. I'll, I'll be there and I'll say, like, look, he, he helped me. <laughs> he mur- <laughs> viciously murdered a guy, but it's to get me out. It was to get me out. And, I mean, what would the world be without Lorenzo Lamas, you know, doing bounty, bounty justice in the world? Right. So. All right, so here, six killer enterprises. Here we are rolling up the six killer. It's great, and I'm right on the fucking lake or the ocean. To, yeah. They're in Bay City. They're, they're sound, okay. They're sound. We we noticed this uh, at the conclusion of the episode. It's in an alley. They're in Bay City. Bay on City, a Michigan? Dock. Huh? Are they in Bay City, Michigan? They're in Bay City, Michigan. Which lake is Bay City on? Is it on the Michigan or Huron? Fuck. Good question. All I know is Madonna was born in Bay City, Michigan. Little trivia for you. I think it's by the thumb. So. You're on that. Yeah. It could be eerie. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So that's a little Michigan uh, geography for you. So they, uh, they, yeah, they pull up to six, but, and he's like, Johnny's like, he's like, all right, John, uh, Bobby will figure this out. Yeah, Reno's just looking ahead. He's like, I can't wait for Bobby to figure this all out. He's a great bounty hunter, great criminal mind. Are you sure? Looks like he sells bikinis. And he's like, what? Bikinis? What? We look, we see, we had to get some boobage into this episode somehow. So we got some girls in bikinis with giant fake boobs. And, of course, the one has the jean shorts turned into bikinis. Mm-hmm. And he goes up to her. You know, 
Bobby Sixfield? Who? This is the most infuriating conversation. I want to slap this bitch. <laughs> the exposition they were trying to get worked out here was done in such a clunky way. He's like, where is Six Killer Enterprise? They they bugged out years ago. This has been a, a fucking bikini play. Okay, so all this is happening over a four-year span. This is yeah. four years after. Yeah. And so it was two years ago. Bobby right. just yeah. or forever because she says both. She says she can't even <laughs> remember Bobby Six Killer. Oh yeah, you mean the guy with the and she's like this perfect like uh, rendition of who Bobby looks like. like flowing Sioux Falls mullet, yeah. Indian jewelry. That's him. Loud uh, clothes. Yes, always talks about money. Never heard of him. That's my guy. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean that was it. Oh god! And then she knows all the details about his life. She's like, "Yeah, him and her sister Cheyenne." What would you say? Once again, we don't know who the we've never met Cheyenne no. yet. We we have an idea of Cheyenne. We only have ideas. Yeah. And she's like, "Yeah, they had a big fight and they broke two up two years ago." Yeah, and they this, they shut down the. You know, I hadn't seen Bob two years ago. Was the last time I saw Bobby after the big fight with Cheyenne. Last time I saw him was actually just this morning as I was eating my Wheaties. I uh, uh you know I looked over at the TV and he was doing a whole story with the mayor. Yeah, he's, no, he's working on a guy who's running for mayor. He's working with a guy who's running for mayor. Yeah. And he's like, huh, okay. And then she's like, yeah, you can look at it. It's right in the newspaper headlines right over there (laughs) next to the New York Ninja headlines. Opens it up. Dixon, his nemesis. He's like, what? So, again, we're several episodes. I pop this show on sometimes because it comes on, uh, what is it, Heroes and Icons, I think the channel is called. I had no idea who Dixon was. Yeah, Stephen J. Canal, now you know. And uh, I, so this was at the very end of season four, and I think it only went five seasons. So I think they were trying to conclude it, and that's yeah. why Dixon finally gets into it. Because yeah. it looked like Dixon's in a lot of these yeah, last. Dick is Dixon. I don't know if we said it at the beginning or not, but Dixon's the guy who framed Reno. Yes. And, yeah. So he's like, what? And so then he sees there's going to be a press conference. He's like, well, there's my new lead. So, uh, uh, Henry's like, I gotta take a shit. I've been on this bike for all. And he's like, All right, we'll get some lunch. Don't worry about it. Oh yeah. Stop at a diner. This is in the nineties, so there's a payphone there with the yellow pages. He's just look he's trying to find six killer. He's yeah. like, How many Native Americans could there be in the fucking LA Bay City? I mean, Murray, it's a fictional yeah. town, but you probably got some numbers on Bay City, right? Bay City was a boom town. There's at least twenty million people living in Bay City. Twenty million. Yeah. And a lot of Native Americans. A lot that's Yes, all when the Trail of Tears happened, you know, the Sioux, the Cherokee it was, but the Sioux also joined up. They all went to, migrated to Bay City. Yeah. Maybe Michigan, I don't know. So he can't find Six Killer in there anyway, and Johnny Cash is like, well, maybe your friends uh, got a really popular name. He's like, uh, Six Killer, I don't think so. And then uh, a little bulb goes off in his head. He's like, fuck that. I'll call the person who wrote the article about the mayor. Right. Brilliant plan. And he finds out she's at this press conference. Ooh, just just so happens to be going on right now. So understand this. Reno is a wanted man. Dixon knows exactly what he looks like. Four years ago. Four the years timeline ago. we're working on. Four years ago. Yeah. And so he's giving a speech. And then uh, Lisa, who's the uh, reporter, she's Grilling him. Grilling him. And he see that's a proper response. Fake news. Yes. Fake news. Because like, what about that murder you're involved with? That's, that's fake news. Yeah. You offend me. Yeah. That wasn't me. That was the deep state. Meanwhile, so he's having a conversation with this woman. Reno is literally behind her. Right behind with her. With some shades on, some Ray-Bans. Rockstar hair. <laughs> denim on denim. Black vest over that. It's like... 
How do you not notice this, man? But hey, when you're when you're projecting as hard as the mayor Dixon or what he's running for mayor, running for mayor. When, when you're he's projecting the, uh, as hard as police commissioner at this point. Yeah, when you're uh, projecting as hard as Dixon is, it's it's really hard. He's got tunnel vision right now. So he shuts her down, and she just walks away in a huff. Right. So he, get, he gets her a nice Blue Lives Matter response, and he's like, "Oh, are you one of those people who hates police? Is that what you're going to go write about? Right. Uh, you hate police, huh?" And just as we, she walks away, we get a glimpse of goth Bobby Six Killer. He's There's, got the fucking oh cravat. He's got because this is what happened. He wanted back in the, back in a few years earlier. He was getting heavily into Vampire the Masquerade. And Reno had talked him out of it. He's like, that's nerd shit. Stop that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now without Reno in his life, he heavily got into Vampire the Masquerade. So it's all mm. black. No Indian jewelry at all. That's the most fucked part of it all. He dams up the Sioux Falls. It's just being restrained. You're going to see it straining. I like how you said that because he dammed up his ear, too. I yeah. mean, Van Dam. He got a little hoop earring. <laughs> right. Jesus no Christ. turquoise at all. There is no colors happening. No aquamarine. All the color in his life has been sapped out because of why? I don't know, but we'll get there, and I almost right. ruined it. But this is like you can just see the, the flow is straining against the, the tie because he's got like a like, – he's got like – I don't know what you fucking call it. It's like the when guys have long hair and they put the middle ponytail. Yeah. So he still has a mullet, but then he has this ponytail. Yeah. It, it's weird how it's cinched up and everything. It's just – it's slicked back and everything. Right. He's just ugly. It's yeah. just this ugly representation of a beautiful thing, and it's really hard to see. And this is where I got my first big pop. When you get that Bobby reveal and his little glasses, the, I mean, I happen to know at the same time, Branscombe was trying to get into the Matrix movie because that was getting ready at that time. All right. If only so, people were as woke as they are now, they were Bobby back then, was, he would have been in it. Bobby was he could play to, every nationality. Bobby was supposed to be in it, but the Wachowskis were racist against Native American people. Or Hispanics or Samoans because they don't know what he is. Exactly. They're racist. Yeah, so maybe that's what it was. Uh, he was like, why does my race matter? And they were like, it matters everything because in the Matrix. We already got our black guy. That's all we need. Exactly. So, yeah, so Lisa walks away. Reno chases after her. He's like, I'm Reno Reigns. He's, he's like shocked when nobody knows who he is. It's so amazing. You've been doing research on Dixon, but you don't know me, his greatest nemesis. <laughs> Plus he, he, let's not go there, but you should know my name. Shouldn't you? And then he takes his glasses off. Like, you should know my eyes, too. Right. Read them. He's like, I got, I can tell you what a crook Dixon is. He's like, look, you don't, I don't know who the fuck you are. Like, walks in alley, very dry alley. This is like the world without Reno. It's like, it's dry. Like, crime is gone. Yeah. Right. There's one crime happening here. No jungle to be seen. And that's it. Yeah. There's no No jungle. No Zarkthas. No Zarkthas. This is a world where uh, apparently lycanthropus. There we go. Lycanthropus Chris doesn't exist. he, He never became a lycanthropist because of Reno not being around. Well, What's a lycanthropist if there's no lichens to hunt? Well, that's true. So maybe he already hunted them all. Because everybody's into Vampire the Masquerade. Oh, my God. Bobby got it. Oh, my God. This world. This, there's a lot of exploring there's to be done. a lot of world building here. There is a lot of world building. So they run into some goons, and then our buddy Six Killer steps out. He's like, you're Bobby Six Killer. He's like, excuse me. I'm Bobby Twelve Killer. Ooh. Griff, he killed six more people because Reno wasn't in his life. Yeah, that's how dangerous this version of Bobby is. Yeah, Bobby, you're my best friend. What is this? And then we we get this nice commercial break. What was the commercial break noise that they did? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. 
and that this is a very odd fight scene because Brand Scope's in the background. He's doing, he's working it. He's working the background. Badly edited because one moment he's got like a big old stogie in his mouth. Next, he's like hiding behind a brick wall. And then it, and they cut back. He's, he's lighting a cigarette. Cigar. Cigar. No, it's a cigarette. That's how bizarre it was. Wow. And he's, doing, he's doing his sleight of hand. While Reno's like fighting these guys. He's getting his ass beat. Well, he's beating ass at the beginning. Oh, okay. And then they turn the tables because they grab some international objects. Oh, that's what it was? Yeah. International objects? One guy had a pizza cutter. Oh, one, guy fucking... had a, one guy had a, a sheet of glass. What the fuck's that going to do? He just bashed it over Reno's head. Well, the, when they got the fluorescent tubes out, I was like, okay, guys. Let's At least it makes going. a little sense because they are in an alley with a dumpster. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay, okay. But eventually they fuck Reno up. There was too many ladders set up for me. Right. I'm just trying to say that. Yeah, just it was, too many. It was too busy. Yeah, and the table... That was already on fire? No, that was overkill. Overkill. Reno's fucked up. Doesn't even need to go through the flaming table. And, and then, that's when we have Bobby stand over him. He's got that cigar. Suddenly, there's like an inch and a half of ash just waiting to be, you know, ash. And he tells Reno, hey, buddy, I'm not your pal. So don't come around these parts or you're going to be 12 feet under. See, so Bobby's 12 killer now. Right. So and it's usually says, six feet and under. And then he says... Kiss my ash and flicks the oh. ash right on Reno's face. That scene was so important that they put another commercial on the other side of it. Right. They're just like fans are going to need time to recover right. after that one. So Reno looks as fresh as a daisy, no cuts yeah, on him at all. Just, he's just playing with his shoulder, like ow, I hurt my shoulder. He could have just fallen over eating a peach or something. But comes up to Travis, who's still chained to that fucking uh, motorcycle. You look like you went five rounds with a hurricane. I forgot about the Johnny Cash voice. And he's like, yeah, well, I feel like it, too. Oh, man. And then he's like, what the fuck's going on? My best friend doesn't remember me. I don't like my. I can't find my girlfriend. Wait. Nobody in town recognizes me, even though like I'm a just star. The, Look at this hair. Just the other day, and he's playing with his hair, and he's just can't like he's frantic at this point. He doesn't know what to do with himself. Even because I threw my head. He can't live in a world where he doesn't exist. Right when you have when you're as beautiful as Lorenzo Lamas, and no one recognizes you, everybody All else right. is wrong with the world. And then Henry gives him the skinny. He's like, "Well, you got your wish." You died. It reminds me of this movie. <laughs> oh, you mean that that movie with, with Jimmy Stewart? Yeah, please tell me. For some reason, they tiptoe around. He's like, yeah. Please tell me the name of that movie. Robocop? Is that it? Robocop. No, it's not Robocop. And he's like, he's like, well, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I refuse to believe that I'm dead. He's like, well, you are, and your 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 beautiful fiance is alive. Yeah. You were the one that died. And look at it. It just affected everybody. And so because he's not feeding uh, Johnny Travis Cash here, it's like, uh, maybe we could go get that, that snack. And they yeah. pop into another bar and yeah. immediately walk in, handcuffs him to a pinball machine, which you so pointed out. <laughs> it's a Judge Dredd pinball machine. Judge Vintage. Dredd pinball, yeah. This, I think they made a mistake here. I understand why that you had to do this this moment, but... If it's a world where Reno doesn't exist, I don't think the scene should have happened. Right. Because this is a classic. If you've seen if you've seen our studs, is our studs episode on YouTube? Because it's probably yeah. way too hard to find on our SoundCloud anymore. It's so well, far I down. mean, yeah, yeah, it's right. You'd have to yeah. scroll a long ways, <laughs> so but I, I'm go, pretty sure it's up there. Go to our YouTube, 
classic. This is the greatest episode of Renegade. And if I'm pretty sure it is up on YouTube, and you'll see the exact picture we're going to be painting for you here. <laughs> right. Because that's what I put on the video. Right. There's a bowl of beer nuts, or peanuts, I don't know which. Yeah, it's probably beer nuts. Some kind of beer, uh, some kind of bar food. Yeah. Maybe pretzels, maybe. Maybe right. some combos. I don't know. Yeah. But it's in a bowl. Combos? No one puts combos. <laughs> Those are too expensive, and also, they don't mesh with beer well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so I'm just hypothetical. This is a world without I, Reno. I know you're not. You're not a drinker though. So I'm trying to give but you my. This is my a world knowledge. without Reno. So maybe people do crazy shit like that. As soon as Reno left, <laughs> what was that guy? What's the guy's name that we meet later? Did he have a name? Terry. Tony. Terry, Tony. Yeah. Maybe he's so fucked up because he, he like maybe he didn't have Reno tell him that's a fucked up thing to do, and he was like, I think I'm gonna put some combos in. That here. was not me that did that. Yeah, that was no. that was Murray. So <laughs> we, as we pointed out in the Studs episode. Much shot way better by the Carl, Carl Weathers. Weathers. Yes. He directed that episode. They love to have a bowl of some kind of sustenance. Yeah. Out for the taking. And Reno loves to just go, like this fucking claws hand. And in they there. do an overshot. Think of the <laughs> mitt scene from Sin City where he shows off all of his accoutrement, his weapons, his mitts. They do that shot with the bowl of M&Ms. Right. And then in this episode, they're working into it. They do it really fast. You see the overhead. He reaches in, and he just fucking snags right. a bunch of peanuts and then just, like, runs away. And we get a nice little ad lib from Johnny Cash trying to grab it, but he's handcuffed, so he can't grab it. He, I, I love when they walk in, and he's all excited. Beer? Ice? A restroom in the same roof? I'm in heaven. I died and went to heaven. <laughs> And so this is where I meet Tony, who we're assuming is a regular on the show. We've never seen him before. He would have passed the Ilsa test. This man has has fucking hypnotizing dick energy to him. Yeah, I got, saw it. He's got some babes around him. He's like a he's like a Dana Vito type, a yeah. Joe Pesci type. All the babes are around him. He's he's holding uh what do they call it? Holding camp. Cuse, cuse, oh. All right, he's, he's literally holding a cue stick. He's we holding court, is what I was saying. Court, yeah. All these people are just fawning over him. Every because word he's that doing drips a out of his mouth. Dissertation about the puns you can use with uh, pool, pool cues. Yeah, like, there's so many phrases you can use. How about break the balls and also chalk uh, it up, chalk it up, <laughs> take that bumper. Yeah, and then and just he says behind the eight, and then Reno grabs the eight ball. It, it's it's flying into the corner pocket, thousand miles an hour, and he snags it up. Of course, they slow it down so the audience can see. It. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. A dove flies out of one of the pockets. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fucking, beautiful. Fucking John Woo. <laughs> Many people don't know John Woo directed it. He saw he heard about the Carl Weathers episode. He thought he could do better. He didn't. And then of course you get a That's a harmonica. I should I should learn how to do the harmonica riff when we do these episodes. So he's like, Tony, have you what's going on with Bobby? Don't say that name to me. He is verboten around here because he is working for the cops. He's a disgrace. Disgraciano. To the brotherhood. And he's like, what? Like, he's still confused. Even though, even about? though fucking Henry just told him what's yeah, going on. Everybody's been telling him all the signs are in front of him. But again, he's just like befuddled by this world. I mean, he woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Wrong side of the prison. Wrong side of the prison cot. Yes. And he's just like, I ain't even going to talk. He's like. I charge $50 an hour for my service. We got a little more exposition to do here, Mer. We got some work to do. We got to haul the pianos on this episode. There's a lot of exposition. We were very worried about how we were going to do this episode because yeah. there's a lot happening. 
So he goes on to say that Bobby Rant. Wait, oh, that comes up. Yeah, in a little this is when he, he has to pay for this. But he's well. just saying he's telling him like, yeah, he went to work for Dixon, and that was like, yeah. that was the breadcrumb. I was like, what the fuck? He would and, never work for Dixon, right? In fact. I talked him out of working. He used to work for Dixon, and he he tried to capture me, and I talked him out of it. Cause he knew he saw my hair, rocks our hair, and I said I've been framed, and he trusted me. Trusted me. And so he's like, "Well, I charge fifty dollars an hour for my services." Mm. He's like, he pulls out some money, just throws it on the pool table. Well, I want an hour. All right. So then we cut to. You got Bobby meeting up with Dixon, and they're curious about. They're you like know, on what's a bridge, going. like staring off. Well, of course, they're on a bridge. That's a good place to meet they're up. On, they're not under it. No buttholes. No, I didn't say it. You're all worried about me and Ilsa talking buttholes. I didn't say it. You said it. I just I said there were none. Yeah, I know. I didn't even say the word behold. <laughs> you brought it up. Wow. Now I can't stop thinking about buttholes. Thank you. <laughs> it's called projection, people. So they're talking <laughs> ice cold. Just that one. It's just, he's naked. He has no Indian jewelry on him at all. Every time we've only watched a couple episodes, and we're so in love with Brands. Come seeing him like this, he is. He doesn't have him. the tomahawk uh, fucking no. necklace, the turquoise giant. No, he doesn't rectangle. He, he doesn't have like a crazy necklace. He doesn't have a uh, boat. Wait, bolo tie. Right. Nothing. It's it's, it's just so one crazy. single gold hoop, skinny as fuck. It's because of him this episode works so well. I love this episode. I really enjoyed watching this. It also helps that these are 40-minute episodes. It helps. So that helps. And he's just like, yeah, this... this uh, we, we would have gone to Lisa, but this karate man, amazing. Ka- no, karate. Excuse man. me? Yeah, karate. He says karate. Yep. He can't, he just jumped out of nowhere and we thrashed the it, shit out of well, him. Well, no, he had to add. This is kind of Relenzo wrote this line. It took three of us to yeah, take. Yeah, okay. Him. Even okay. though he didn't even get involved. No, he didn't. But he's end boss though. He's end boss time. So he said something like his name was Reno. Oh it, well, this is where Dixon is starting to go. Oh, interesting. This Reno character about six two. That sounds right. Two hundred fifty pounds of all man. That sounds like him. Looks like he knows his way around an M&M ball. Yeah. Boss, what's happening here? What Do you know this man? Rockstar hair? The rockiest? Yeah, we said rockstar hair. You, you, what, it's so good you had to mention it twice, though. No, you didn't say that. No, I did. No, I did. We'll go back and check the tape. <laughs> and he's just like, well, I'd start looking for him at Mount Hope, number 153. And we get we have the no greatest, idea what that means. We get the greatest side eye uh, gaze of uh, Branscombe, absolutely killing it in this episode. Branscombe bringing it home. Yeah, I've never seen this side. Well, I have. He's plays goons and ton of movies. We've he seen, plays but goons. This, and I've never else. seen Bobby Six Killer like yes. this. Yes, we're used to the bright. We're used to the just character that, flowing that off. Fucking home. smile that lights up a room. Again, the only reason this show works is because you counter Lorenzo Lamas's douchebaggery. With Branscombe Richmond's amazingness. All right, so now we go back to the bar where uh, uh, Tony's, Tony's bar. He's laying out. Well, we don't know if it's his bar. We just know he hangs out. The there. way that guy he's was like, holding court. Well, he's like the Fonz. Yeah, I mean, I think even a minute we'll have to check the cape, tape again. I'm pretty sure you <laughs> called this Tony's bar earlier because you were talking about Tony putting the combos out. Okay. You called well, it his. No, bar I first. doesn't mean it's his bar. It just means he like. He, oh, like, you think he's just a worker? Yeah, he's one of these guys who. He's like uh, the like, regular. Yeah, he's like uh, John DeHart at Vinny's. He just yep. thinks he owns the place. Oh, that makes sense. So he explains about the what well, two uh, years ago to, 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 uh, to four Reno, years ago. Excuse me. That Bobby was the most ruthless bounty hunter 
on the face of the earth, and he yeah. got corrupted, dirty money. And then one time, he got too rough on a bounty. Yeah. And the guy had an aneurysm, fucking died. And he, Dixon slid in, he saw yep. his opening, said, I'll make this all disappear if you come work for me. So Bobby did. And, and did Cheyenne, she didn't want that. Yeah. She knew her brother was good at heart. Because Bobby didn't just become his muscle, because that's what Reno asked him. Oh, you mean he became Dixon's muscle? It's worse than that. He became his murder muscle. <laughs> murder muscle is the worst kind of muscle. But Cheyenne tried to talk him out, but they, and they, fucking, he's like, he wasn't having it. And she, she, she was like, I'm going to turn you into the law. This is how much I care about you, bro. Yeah. The real law, not the deep state law. And he's like, and uh, uh, Reno's like, he didn't hurt her, did she? He didn't hurt her. She, she killed herself. She was so traumatized by this shit. Yeah, she Epstein herself. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh. Reno, like the love of his, the second love of his life, because his, his fiance was the first love of his life. This is your projection. Loses his shit. He's like, what the fuck? I've had it. Where's the camera at? <laughs> yeah. You know, and, he's, and, he's, and people are like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? Don't, uh, Henry and the, by the, but this time he's actually playing the Dred, Judge Dredd kicking ass on it. <laughs> and he's like, this fucking fool, this idiot. Re- I told him. Reno does give us like a little background about how Bobby actually was a bad boy. He was Bobby Five Killer. Right. And this is where they met up four years ago during this whole Dixon phase. Right. And he stole Bobby away from Dixon and turned him into the Bobby we know and love, Bobby Six Killer. So he runs over to Travis. He's like, is this. Are you, if this is that movie, RoboCop, no, that other movie. Out for I'm not going to answer. I'm not going to tell you what it is. But is it like they? Are you? Who are you? Are you the angel? Are you an angel? I've raped twelve kids. <laughs> I don't know how that would make me an angel, son. <laughs> a lot of people wouldn't call a twelve child rapist an angel. In fact, my name is really Henry Twelve Raper. <laughs> oh God! So we're getting double canceled over these last. So he's two. like, "Yeah, I remember. Yeah, you are a vile rapist. I'm taking you to the fucking the police station." And he's like, "Well, what about the bounty on you? If I'm dead, how would there be a bounty on me?" Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal came in for that one. Everybody. So they ride up to the police station. Okay, this is another fun moment for us because we have no idea of a lot of these, uh, you know, third-rate, char- third-tier characters of. We didn't know yeah. Dixon. We don't know anything about Cheyenne, and now we're getting another third-tier character who's apparently a name <laughs> we're supposed to know because we just have this black man, the yellow shirt, you know, behind. First of all, that we get a great overacting oh. role of an extra. Who's being this guy thrown, was great. Thrown into a chair. Yeah, he's he's a goon. He's being sat down. You. Were I didn't know dis- where I was though. You were disappointed. Yeah, yeah. because. I'm like, are we in a police station? Because we all know when you're in a police station, you have to show a cop running in a prostitute. A prostitute, yeah. A, like a 1970s prostitute. Yeah. Totally over the top. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, that's a prostitute. Fur no. coat, high heels. Yeah, we didn't you know, see that. Fishnets, all the You know, the yeah. works. Yeah. So this man in a yellow shirt turns around, and they do a, a – who was here for the second day of shooting, too. Whoosh. Just close up of his mustache that right. pans out, and you just hear Reno. Bickford. And we're like, okay, we'll, uh, we'll go yeah. with it. Apparently, this is the cop that they they do all their bounties. They take their bounties, too. I'm happy to know that at least Bickford heard him say that because then he goes, I hear you can read a nameplate. He's got sass. He's got attitude. Right. And he's like, well, here, just take this, this 
child rapist. And he's like, I can't wait to get out and have a picnic on your grave, boy. Yeah. Bigford reads over the thing, and he's like, yeah. yep, this all checks out. And then Reno gets out, fucking light bulb goes over his head. My grave. Yeah, because the whole picnic on the grave thing. Yeah. And he's like, where would my gr- if I'm dead, where would my grave be? You're such a great detective. Find it yourself. So he's inside still. Yeah. Okay. Well, you just said he went outside. <laughs> and so... I'm gonna. He's got to make. I called him out on something. Now he has to get me on something. It's like this tit for tat thing. It's gonna be all episodes. Gonna be tippy tat for tat. Well, good thing there's like ten minutes of this episode. (laughs) So now he leaves. Gets on his bike. Rides to Mount Hope. Rounds him. Rides to Mount Hope. And then he finds it. They. I mean, obviously they had a fake tombstone set up. They said Reno Rains, but. It was so stupid because you can literally see there's there's footstones, which are the small stones. Yeah, yeah. They're like right on his fucking grave. Like they didn't even do a good job of just finding an empty space. Right. They could have found like a hill with one tree on it, something right. beautiful like that. Very uh, poetic to his lifestyle. He collapses and sees it. And then we see Bobby. It looks like somebody stepped on your, your grave. Mm. And it's like someone here to, to talk to you, Reno. Walk, like just walks out of frame. He says, "I have to take you to a meeting," yeah. and then he, you get the dun dun dun, and then he just moves out of the way, and that's the meeting, right? <laughs> yeah, behind him is Dixon. Yeah, they fuck, they fucked up that line. So Reno just confronts him. I want you to burn in hell. You still did you still have Buzzy kill? I, I'm assuming Buzzy is the guy that was supposed to kill or did kill. His- Four, yeah, this was the thing. Four years ago, there was a situation with Buzzy. Buzzy was supposed to get away, or Dixon was trying to kill Buzzy because Buzzy was one of the good cops, one of the good ones. But instead, he got killed, and that was the Reno universe. And now we're in this alternate universe. So but he's like, no. Two weeks later, Buzzy retired with all honors. He still got his pension and everything. And he's like, and then Reno lays down the law, and then Dixon flips the script. He's like, how about this? How about you fuck off and don't bother me anymore? Yeah. And he's like, I'm, I'm going to back to avenge my own death. Good luck killing the same man twice. Bum, bum, bum. And we cut to Reno just at a liquor store. Yeah, it's got to get a little, little. Uh... There's a man. It looks like he's typing away at the old ATM machine. And then Reno's like getting ready to hop back on his bike. It's like, I hope you got my beer nuts I hope in there. You got those beer nuts. I hope you got the combos too. I got a real hankering for him after being at Tony's. The smoke cheddar. Smoke cheddar. And he's like, What the fuck? I thought I left you there. They knew I was innocent. They let me go. And he's like, okay, well, how about you hop on? <laughs> no, he bails on him. <laughs> I was lost. So I, was just, I, was I know just, you. I was just making sure. He bails on him to go visit Lisa again because he, he, he yeah. she knows too much. And you know, investigative journalists like us, we have stacks of paper uh, about everything we've covered ever. Right. My house is just insulated by paper notes from uh, our recordings at this right. point. She stops at her. At her place, and she's got the new, brand new gateway. She's heating it up. It takes about ten minutes to start it. <laughs> There's a nice little crate there. You have to run. To, you know, yeah, actually she, get it. She still kept the box because it had the cow print on it. It's, it's adorable. It's fun. Well, it's when you position it the way she did with the lighting and everything. It's art. You know, it's a talking point. So remember, in TV, you can do anything you want on a computer. Just say it, and it happens. So okay, this is great because they're just looking through old headlines. And it's just obviously a magic thing running. And uh, then 
one of them stops and stalls out there, and I, I forget what it was about Dixon running. It was for a mayor. funeral. It was a funeral it for him. It was his funeral. Oh, it was his funeral. Yeah. Okay. So he's all exa- exhausted and everything. He's like, "Man, we're finding nothing here." <sighs> well, you might as well just enhance. <laughs> yeah, he notices something. He's like, "I know that person." Enhance, enhance, enhance a little more. And then see, it's his it's his fucking uh, fiance who was murdered in his world. Val, Val, and. We get a minute of just like this look of confusion, excitement. Uh, Lorenzo's doing his best job of, uh, you know, trying to find the right face, like Nick Cage did in Face Off. And then you hear it jiggle at the door, and he beats it. He hides under a table in the closet, he, right. he scatters somewhere. And that's when Bobby just lets himself in, starts right. flipping through the CDs, starts yeah, touching like, all the got photos. Got this, got this, don't want this, don't throws it in the trash. What was it? Tub thumping, Jumbo Wumba. It was uh, P.O.D. He's he's turned his back on God. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. And he subtly threatens her. It's like, you don't want to be poking around where you ought not to be poking around like I'm doing right now. Yeah. And he, like, caresses her face a little. Oh, yeah. He took took some acting lessons from John Travolta. He was reaching around her, grabs the cigarettes. It's like, is that... Nine Inch Nails I hear in the background a little Just closer. Just he says that a fist flies into frame, knocks Bobby out. Yeah. Well, actually, he was holding a coconut. Yeah, he was holding coconut. And she's like, did you fucking kill this guy? He's Samoan, I think. Don't worry about it. They got hard heads. And then he's just like, we got to go. She's like, I'm not fucking leaving. This is my apartment. So uh, we see Reno leave. We don't know what happened to Lisa, but apparently she got away. Yeah, she leaves. Because we just go over to Reno, and he's riding up on this neighborhood, and there's this small strip of trees that he's, yeah. like, walking between, and he's peering down a house. It's Vale's house. He's literally 20 feet away from this woman. She Broad just, daylight. She just arrived. Yep. She opens the back seat, pulls the kid out of a car. Then we see... We see a close-up of a New Balance. Okay. I – go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't want to step on your toes we here. We see a New Balance. This is a zoom. It was another John Woo classic. It's zoomed in on New Balance, and we see a guy just slowly, slow motion, tie the Velcro strap or adjust his Velcro strap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we learn that she is dating – she's married to a geek. A geek. It's uh, – what's his name from No Retreat, No Surrender 2 with the baggy suit? I can't uh, remember his name. It was that guy. Oh, yeah. I don't know his name either. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like that I just yeah. had to do that. And you're like, yep. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, the, the very, very wrinkled suit. Oh, God. Yeah, Keith Vitale is the actor's name. I don't remember his character. Okay. So, yeah, she's married to a geek. And he's like, he doesn't know what to feel because she looks like she's happy. He looks like she's happy. So Maybe I, Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> right. I, I wrote down that he's wandering through the woods, but it literally oh. is just this strip of trees. He's staring at her from 15 feet away. It's yeah. so creepy. And then he, he, he continues down these line of trees, and suddenly Johnny Cash pops up from behind one of them. He's and, got the nine powers of the ninja himself. Yeah, and he's just like, she looked happy. She was. I mean, he doesn't have rock star hair. I uh, know, son. He's just like trying to console him. He's like, "This is the world without Reno Rain. It's hell on earth. Everything is exactly the way it would be without you." And it's like hell, son. You don't want to see here with some Velcro creep. I forget. He starts explaining some more people's fates and everything, and like other peripheral characters and all that, just to prove to Reno that he's not magic, but he's magic. Right. 
you like the color palette that Bobby uses now. It's just black on black. Yeah. That's you, buddy. So, uh, you're the color of his life. You're the color of his life. I love that. You're yeah. the Hanes. Wait, Fruit of the Loom? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going the for. fabric then. of your life. Oh, that's fabric of your life. That's cotton. It's cotton. <laughs> oh. All right. So, so he's so like, I got to kill Dixon. He, yeah, he's got to punctuate his his uh, rage of the world without him. He's like, he gets his shotgun. He majorette tosses it in the air. I got one thing left to kill Dixon. So now Dixon, you know, he's at a soup kitchen. He specified only white people will I serve soup to. Yep, yep. yep. It's a photo op. He doesn't care. Oh, guys, it's not a photo op. Don't take pictures of me. Mouthing over. Keep it going. Well, he's doing that. Our you boy you did notice that in one shot, there was a black man walking up, and then in the next shot, he was being roughed up in the background by yeah. Bobby's yeah. guys. Yeah, Getting ready to be a 13 killer. Yep. So Reno shows up on his hog, got the shot, saw it off shotgun. Does his mid- majorette toss again. Twirls it around, somehow cocks it. I don't know. <laughs> and, and then looks like he's going to fucking shoot Dixon. He literally just stops 20 feet away from Dixon, stares him in the eye. Dixon pours another bowl of soup and turns to notice him. Because you know that thing when someone's staring at you, yeah. you just feel it. Except when at the press conference. Except at the press conference. They were even closer. <laughs> So, yeah, and then, of course, Bobby comes out of nowhere. I thought I told you not to come back around here. He's on loads on fucking Reno. Yeah, because Dixon says, all right, go ahead, just shoot him now. <laughs> Fuck Christ. Right. Unloads on him. 25 bullets. Nothing hits him. Right. And Dixon points it out. He's yeah, like, Reno gets on his bike, rides away, and Dixon's just like, "Why? how did you not hit him? He's like a ghost. They went through him. They had to. So now we get. And then he's like, well, get him! So Bobby jumps into like his Corvette or whatever. Yep. Takes off after him. He Tokyo does, drifting like, Tokyo, a, yep. like a motherfucker. Or you said Sue switching. Sue Swift. Sue switch. Uh, and that, it was, it was an awful fucking. No, it's a, it's a fucking car chase. Yeah. It's a way to pad out the episode. And the cops see, and the cops are in pursuit. But then they just lose. They flip over themselves. They hit a parked car and do a flip or something. We just see Reno come to... We know that uh, Bobby's on his trail, but he comes to, uh, oh, it just happens to be a fair. Yeah. We're at the same amusement park from the beginning. We had we had a five-minute montage. It's technically not even a montage because it was so long. Yeah. Of them driving across state lines to yes. get to Bay City. So apparently we're supposed to believe that this chase <laughs> yeah. went like 4,000 yeah. miles. The FBI could be involved because they crossed straight lines. Yeah. State lines, yeah. Caster Tro- or Archer, Sean Archer could Sean be involved. Archer, in yes. Um, so Reno does, I guess he's like, I guess I'll hide underneath a roller coaster. It worked for Henry. Oh, no, no, it didn't. I caught him. At, at this point, Murray, what they're trying to do is fate's hand is right. playing a big role in this because right. he's just being pulled right back into that situation. He's finally learned his lesson. Which lesson is that? That he should live. Oh, okay. The world is a better place with Reno Reigns in it and not Val. Yeah, his Val being dead is a good thing because right. it gives Because he would never life. hook up with Cheyenne. That's right. Allegedly. We Allegedly. Don't you don't know. You, just, you really like so this. So he's hiding underneath the roller coaster and then fucking a duplicate but rolls reversed. Almost a face-off, if you will. Oh. Henry, Johnny Cash, attacks Reno and does the same moves. He's thrashing Reno this time. Yep. This is where we get a pretty awful stuntman for this one. I guess. Y- yeah. I'll sit this one out. And so Bobby, or Bobby, Reno is trying to tell him, Bobby's on his way. Bobby's on his way. He's going to kill us. He's going to kill us. 
And just as that happens, Bobby arrives. You speak of the Sioux Falls, and the falls shall well, arrive. You, you see fucking doves flying everywhere. Slow-mo of a fucking mullet strand. Close-up of a mullet just flying. You got a big, beautiful Native American Zoom uh, in, the light shines off it. Yep. That was just him opening his jacket to see how fresh he's looking. Bobby Six, a 12 killer, is now back to Bobby Six. The Bobby Six killer we know and love. Yep. Wearing a teal suit. He ripped Travis Scott. Travis Scott. <laughs> Henry Travis off fucking Reno. And Reno immediately is like, Bobby? Uh, yeah, buddy. Pulls his gun on him. He's like, Bobby, is that really you, Bobby Six Killer? No. No. I'm, I'm New Gingrich. Oh, fucking. Get out Bobby. of here before the cops show up, silly. And then Reno just smiles. Gives him a nice lick of his lips and runs. And Bobby hands over the cops. Uh, the cops. He hands over <laughs> Travis to the cops. <laughs> and he's just like, I just raped 12 kids. What's, what's, <laughs> when, why is that illegal? And he's, you know, ranting and raving. So now we get our epilogue. This is a TV show, after all. They're walking out of Six Killer Enterprises. Yep, Reno heads back there. He's so relieved to see it's not a bikini shop anymore. Right, and uh, Bobby's got his paycheck for him. This is your bounty. Yep. Keep it. Keep it. What? What are you you talking about? He's just like, Bobby, you thought the world would be like without you. (laughs) No, there would be no world without me. And then he's just like, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I think I'm going to go check up on Travis. That guy, I, there's something mystical and magical about him. Well, that's the funny thing. You're not going to believe this. He hung himself in his own cell. It's totally legit. No murder. And then he like, leans in, no murder. And then they're like, you know what, Bobby? I'm glad you're my world, too. And they hug it. They hug He's like, whoa, I'm not into that shit, but you're my boy. I'll hug you. And then he cops on that fucking chopper off to the next bounty. Yeah. Down the sidewalk, 80 miles an hour. Yeah. One's over a kid. Yeah. <laughs> but as we learned from this episode, kids don't matter. <laughs> kids don't matter. Woo! So there you go, everybody. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. And I will see you for our New Year's show, Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs>